Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, we got a lot to do over the next hour and a half. Garrett Cole's calling out teammates. More of your calls on why the Mets are screwing up by not being more aggressive and extending Pete Alonso. And more... Anti-A-Rod moments on the eve of A-Rod Day, but it is 5 o'clock. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on The Fan. Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere, and by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. Yesterday, we opened the show with which team is closest to a championship, and it got me spinning the wheels to think about the players that have won titles here And I'm going to give you, in my opinion, the five greatest players to win a singular championship for a New York team. Oh, Jesus. I know where this is going. Here we go. Here we go! Number five. Singular. Singular. It's CeCe Sabathia. The missing ace the 9 Yankees needed. Respect my friend more. He needs to be higher. Oh, I keep going. There's a good list coming. Okay. By the way, I love CeCe Sabathia. I love CeCe, too. I mean, great respect for him. I'm not even sure he's in the top five. I'll stop. That's not a knock on him. So you take that as a knock, boy. He's going he's to cancel on us for that. <laughs> no, please don't. First of all, we didn't reveal any guts yet tomorrow. <laughs> Here we go. Number four. CC's one of the greatest Yankees of all time, and he should be number one on your list. Go Thank ahead. You. Sorry. All right. I struggled with this one, but it's Daryl Strawberry. Hmm. Now, he has more rings with the better New York team. I, uh, thank you for the respect, at least. But. For the Mets, 86, I know he wasn't yet present as the big leader, but he's the young, big bopper. By the way, Tiki, that's why I was going to have an issue with a guy like CeCe. No offense yeah. to him. It's because the Mets the have impact, so many right. of those the one championship those one guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. True. yeah. yeah. Like, well, he's you, could, gonna... you could do five from the, from the 86 Mets. Well, and the problem is, preemptively, Sean completely screwed this up because right. there, are, there are so many legends that won a singular title I, that I he's not going to include. I know. And it's going to piss off everyone over the age of 67. Yeah. By the way, that's fine. That's the point of Cinco de Five. We debate the list. Mm. Okay. Here we go. To piss it's, off it's, older It's in people. his view and age, yeah. and by the way. Here we go. Number three. I was born in May of 87. Huh. Yeah, so that doesn't even work. It doesn't even count. Yeah. That being said, speaking of older people, number three is Joe Namath. Oh, thank you. Okay. Super. No. Uh, yes, I know, Lugar. I'm switching up the list on the fly. I realize I've made a mistake. Joe, <laughs> Joe Namath was originally number two on my list. He's oh, now number three. Really? Huh? Dropped yeah. the spot. He dropped the spot in the last five minutes. Uh, Super Bowl three. clearly. Obviously, the Jets are not only still chasing a ring since then, they're also chasing a quarterback. <laughs> Dude, he may be, of all the guys that won one title, he may be the most infamous for that one title. Yes, right. exactly. All right, here we go. Number two. It's Mark Messier. Dude, you've really screwed this. Yeah. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. He's the captain that was brought here. He snapped the curse, the 1940 curse. Bro, I got so many issues with you right now. You don't even know who's number one yet. Yeah, I know who's not number one. 
I know who's not number one. Okay. Maybe you don't. Nope. Number one. Alex Rodriguez. No, yes. It's not yes. A-Rod. Have you ever heard of a guy, I'm going to tell you his name. So you fixed it with Joe Namath, but you didn't fix it with George Thomas Seaver. The franchise. Hello? He's number six. He's number six. And he can't even claim I wasn't born then. Because you know why? No. Because he wasn't born for... Look, for, 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 you, get, you got your Daryl Strawberry Nugget. I'm sorry. Strawberry either. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Tom Seaver, six. I hate that CC was a better Yankee than Seaver was a Met. Plexico Burris? I mean, <laughs> come on. The <laughs> problem is, it was hard. I know, like, he I could have done Cruz in 2011. By the way, you're going to kill me, Mr. Giant, for not including a Giant? I thought this was very fair. <laughs> All just so you could put A-Rod number one. Yes. By the way, has anyone in the history of sports shaken a narrative that they were bad in the big spot and then put a team on their back to win a chance. That's why he's number one, because you, it's a narrative shaker, too. If you want to frame it that way, I totally get where you're coming from. Alex Rodriguez, and we've already had a few of these moments, was a choke artist in the postseason to many Yankee fans mm. for what happened in the LCS in 04. He was actually good in the division series in 04, but from game four on, he kind of choked in 04, was terrible in 05, was terrible in 06. We got a big moment from that coming up. Mm-hmm. Was terrible in 07. Dude, and I, then 09, yeah. I have three Yankees. I have three Giants for you. There's a Hall of Famer obvious, Strahan. No, Strahan. no, guys. Sean O'Hara. Guys, I love those Antonio giant teams. Pierce. Unfortunately. Keith Hernandez, Gary Carter, like Jerry Doc Kuzman. Gooden. Doc Gooden. I mean, you want to play that game? Un- want to go Mets Giants, Tiki? Let's go. Bring it on, bitch. The giant championships being so close Sorry, together to and several that. guys only winning Sorry. one on each team hurt hurt them in, okay. in my mind. All right, get out of here. I, I hated that. Little All right, right. Tom Seaver, six. And old people, you're welcome for Namath. And by the way, you're not wrong about guys that you mentioned. Yeah. It's just that his list was so insulting to our intelligence. I was just trying to think. I mean, you got to at least go with the Hall of Famers. So Strahan at the very least. Tom Seaver at, Seaver the, very at least. the very least. I agree with you. I'm trying to think who are the other Hall of Famers that we just mentioned. Well, I would take, no offense to Daryl Strawberry, I would take him out because of that. Because you got to have Tom Seaver. Gary Carter. Yeah. Right? I'd probably put Keith over Gary, but it's tough. Like, they're basically equal. Yeah, but I'm talking Keith like, came first. Like, I'm just saying, do the Hall of Famers. No, no, yeah, I but the list was not the 586 Mets on the list. Evan, get over <laughs> it. You got Daryl Strawberry. Move on. Well, you're giving it to me like it's a charity case. Well, because to be honest, I you know, I could have uh, put straight hand over straw. Stop it. And yeah, let's cleanse ourselves with some A-Rod controversies. I take you back to that same infamous Mike Francesa interview from mm-hmm. November 20th, 2013. This is not about steroids. This is about Alex Rodriguez being accused of hitting on women mm. by creative means. Somebody said I signed the ball, gave Put your, number, I guess your phone number on it, gave yeah. it to a cute girl. Right. I mean, I, I I know I'm struggling, but I'm not doing that bad. I'm not worried about you with the girls either. I'm not worried about the home I mean, runs or the girls. Hey, Mike's not worried about the home right, runs. Right. Right. Why, why are we Why are we knocking that at all? I, that I'm, might be the greatest Mac move ever. <laughs> He should be celebrated Ever. again for that. One hundred percent. Every single man in the world would do that. Tiki, if can you I? Could. Can I retort? Good looking, Latin, strapping, rich. You saw the girls too, right? I did not see the girls. Nah, yeah, this is good. Nah, I'm, I'm, I, I get it. I'm just saying that. I understand. Here's the problem. Can I? Can I retort you with this? Go ahead. It, the problem wasn't giving the baseballs to these beautiful women with his number. The problem was when he did it. He didn't do it on a Tuesday night against the then Devil Rays. Mm-hmm. He did it during game one of the ALCS. Well, that's when the cuter girls show up. <laughs> He's right. I like where your head's at. Right. He's right. Yeah. 
Wait a second. Even you're hunting? No, I actually, I. Hear me out. Look, it's a, it's, a, it's a more expensive ticket. So it's likely someone who's not like gold digging. She's there and she had to pay for it. So <laughs> she's, she's sitting there. She's maybe, a, a, I don't know, has a good job. She could be a vice president or something somewhere. And he's, you know, he's just trying to pick from good stock. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm right that's about it. That's not where you were going, Lugie? <laughs> no, that's not where I was going. And I wasn't going where Evan was going. A-Rod can walk out of the stadium and trip over 15 beautiful women. He doesn't have to go to the extent of throwing a baseball with his phone number on it. That's something like I would do or you would do. No, 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 no. Well, that, shouldn't that bring him down to you? Like, he's 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 like you. But, also, you should appreciate No, no, that. Lugie, Lugie, you got this wrong. If he looked up, and we've all probably had that moment pre-marriage, you're like, wow, that girl's, like, beautiful. That might be the only time in the world he's got a chance to talk to that girl's Great point. Typically, Great point. How else is he going to do it? Shot, Look man. around. I'm going to shoot, shoot my shot, shot with, a, with a baseball. Here's the real question. And I, if, if you always were married or had a girlfriend, I know it's impossible to answer. So yeah. you have to probably do a hypothetical, which is fine. Mm-hmm. If you're playing in a NF... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply playoff game <laughs> and you're on the sideline because the defense is on the field right. and you're happily single and you notice an attractive girl in the first row yeah are you autographing the football and handing it to her no i'm talking to my ball boy being like hey timmy go uh go peep that out build that ass get, first get that number for me <laughs> All right, then you know what? You're on Team A-Rod. Right? That's what I'm saying. You have a stooge. You have guys like that. Like, even now, if you two guys were single, you'd be like, Lugie, go hook it up. Like, go talk to the girl. That's what I'm here for. Like, A-Rod had to have somebody. This guy's throwing the baseball. He's the most popular guy, famous guy on the team. It's like, I think it's just about him being, he wanted to get caught. So then why did he deny it? Why didn't he just say, yeah, I'm Because I think he was single at the time, in fairness. 
why not just say, hey, yeah, I did do it, Mike. What's, what's, it's a Mac move. What do you want from me? I just think that's Maybe the way he's want to have that conversation with Mac, with, uh, with, with Mike. Oh, here <laughs> Oh, they the same thing. Or maybe <laughs> I'm just I don't know. Maybe he was seeing somebody else on the uh, low, and then that girl answered him. Yeah, I can uh, see that. I can see that's that. That's what it is. You nailed it. You I, nailed it, Sean. I speak A-Rod. I, I will say this though: A-Rod ahead of his time. Now athletes slip in the DMs. You didn't have social media the back thing. then, so that was like slipping is in the it DMs. Not, is it not the same thing? Nobody knows except for you. All right, you won me over. The problem is it's the <laughs> ALCS. He wasn't doing it Who on cares? a Tuesday in April. Game one. Cares. He's game a baseball one. player. There's so much downtime. Right. No. It's game one. He was he was eight players away from, you know, being up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even know that. Well, I don't know. I don't I think, know either. I think he was benched at that point, but whatever. Uh, I'll give you another one. May 30th, 2007. First to play-by-play. It has now been called... The Ha Incident. There go the runners. The pitch is on the way, and Posada lifts a high, high pop-up. Howie Clark on the left side of the infield is there, and the ball falls in. And the Yankees are going to get another run as Matsui scores from second. How about that? It's now 8-5. to five. What happened, though? Posada... And McDonald is arguing with Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> and I think I know why. Why? A-Rod might have said, I got it about right here, and Clark let it go. <laughs> and John McDonald is really hot at Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to go at A-Rod, and now John Gibbons is coming out of the dugout. He's saying, I didn't call the ball. He didn't call the ball. Uh, so A-Rod's accused of saying, I got it, and that is a Bush League play, according to many. This was this was May of 2007. This was a week of Sports Talk Radio. Mm. A week. Is it Bush League? Did he do it? What was the consensus? Well, first we or had was to— was there not one? The problem was Alex Rodriguez, after the game, had an answer. Okay. And his answer was to deny he ever said, I got it. Instead, he said something else. Yeah, I just said, huh. I mean, I was, I said, huh, that's it. I mean, I was actually uh, almost past their base. I was surprised when the ball bounced. Because they're, they're claiming that you yelled mine. No, I would never say that. That's not true. <laughs> now, maybe that's a little bit out of line. You know, but, you know, in a situation like that, that play happens to me three, four times a week, uh, except it's not a third base, it's over by the dugout in foul territory. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So, right, so so apparently people do it to him. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of A-Rod. He first says, I never said I got it. That That's wrong. Like, that's bad. I can't do that. All I said was, ha. But then he pivoted to say, this happens to me all the time. Like, what's the big deal? Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Right. He's the best. By the way, we've all done that on the wiffle ball field, Little League. Kids used to emulate it. Good for him. He was trying to get an edge. Jabberwocky. Yeah. The problem is, if, look, this You're is what... Miss. Catch the freaking ball, Pinky! (laughs) To answer your question, you said, what was the consensus? Here was the consensus the next day on the air. I was doing Middays with Joe, just started. Mike and Chris were still in their heyday before Chris said, I can't work with them anymore. (laughs) And the consensus was, why does this kind of stuff always happen with him? Always? That was the happened? Well, every controversy. Like, it felt, and this is 2007, so we're still early on, but that was the consensus. The consensus was, how come this would never happen with Derek Cheater? How come? 
That was the consensus. Mm-hmm. How come John McDonald, who we tried to track down today to come on the show, <laughs> that was my dream. My white whale was joining us right now in middle infielder no one's ever heard of. Here's John McDonald. What did Alex really do? Could not find him. I don't know if he wants to talk about it. I think he's still enraged that Alex Rodriguez screamed hot. Enraged? Yeah, very upset. Twenty years ago. Listen, man, I tried to track him down, and I just uh, he's has he ever talked about it? Yeah, I think that day he talked about it. But there had to be some like post mortem on that from him. (laughs) It had to have been. No, then he started, you know, in the minor leagues, and nobody cared. (laughs) But I think the consensus was: Why does controversy always follow Mm. him? And that was the amazing thing. Like, why does it always find them? People have an agenda. Controversy always follows the stars. Yeah. Ryan is down in Virginia. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, guys. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Diehard Mets fan. You'll never hear me talk good about Alex Rodriguez. However, Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure Justin Verlander did the same thing, and he's now married to Kate There Upton. you go. Justin Verlander. There you go, Ryan. Wait, that's true? That's how Justin Verlander met Kate Upton? Like give- I don't know if his number was on the ball, but before they were dating, there's a video of him rolling a ball across the dugout. And oh, I remember he that. Smiled, and she was cheeky, and then he was smiling like, oh, yeah, I'm the man now. And what now game, what ga- do you know what game it was, Ryan? Was it in like a regular season game? He was in Houston the first time. It was before they were dating. That's all I know. I it remember was the video. Detroit, I think. Well, not Houston. I yeah, it had, to be, it had to be before he got Yeah, it was when he was on the Tigers. Yeah, this is BS, by the way. It was 2014. I'm watching him roll the ball. Yeah, here's why it's BS. It was 2014? Yeah. Okay. It was actually at Yankee Stadium. She okay. was front row. Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth now. Go ahead. Kate Upton and Justin Verlander met on the set of a video game commercial back in 2012. Mm-hmm. They had already known each other. They were already friends. Okay, so then why did he have to roll her a ball? Because he was probably effing with Evan. everybody, thinking, hey, look what A-Rod no. couldn't do. Watch Evan. me do it, even though it was all staff. Evan, or, this or, is where he, you half read something. Go okay? Because I went down the rabbit hole here. He met her there. They acknowledged that they met there. They went their separate ways. The moral of the story is, wow, we met back then. You were my future husband. They had not seen her talk to each other, but he was infatuated with her until he showed up at Yankee Stadium and she was sitting front row and he flipped her a baseball kind of, do you remember me? And from there, their relationship took off. Oh, wow, some uh, may argue that Justin Verlander was inspired by Alex Rodriguez. Right. And at Yankee Stadium. Alex, you're a genius. Now I know Wow, this beautiful Sports Illustrated model who I've been daydreaming about for two years. I now have a way to get interact with her. I get this. So it's appropriate for me to like talk to her right now, but I'm gonna roll you a ball. I kind of get no this. No way he would sign it. You're not signing. I'm gonna sign. <laughs> think how like obnoxious that is well, for a that. star to <laughs> sign something and and give it to a girl you like. Right. I'm so famous. I'm gonna give you something valuable. Think how cheesy that is. I am really. I starting. bet he put his number on there. Okay. I guarantee. You. Ryan's I'm- right. I'm getting the sense it's been three and a half hours into this show. I'm getting the sense that anti-A-Rod Day has completely backfired on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've built, you've built Much more... like your entire life, Evan. <laughs> yes. backfired. You've built a, a, a means, stronger but, uh, case on why he should be celebrated. That's right. All right. He's thank epic. you. Ronnie's in the Bronx. What's up, Ronnie? Uh, how you doing, Tiki Evan? Thank you for taking my call. Pleasure, dude. Uh, okay, I just want to make an Alonzo point and, and maybe make touch a little on A-Rod. Go ahead. But I, I got to agree 100. I'm a Yankee fan, first of all, but mm-hmm. I got to agree with uh, Evan 100%. I mean, Alonzo, he's the face of the team. Everyone loves him to all the fans, you, you know, the polar bear. You know, he does his job every day. 
he should be paid as much as the rest of the uh, great, you know, the the, the other. Uh, Ronnie, let me be a devil's advocate. Basement. Can't you argue that Francisco Lindor is also that? And he's already paid though. I know. I'm just saying. He, yeah, but he wasn't the there team. before. I understand he that. He was there after. I get like you. You pay these guys like you want to pay the other guy, uh, Lash Carrasco. You pay them like uh, you know. Cohen says he loves them like 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 uh, Evan loves them. But this is a guy that you should really wow. love. But like, that's not. But that's not true. I mean, Steve Cohen is a businessman, and I respect that. But I don't know. I don't know. If he has that same fan gene that a lot of us have, and maybe meaning, that's a good thing. Cohen. Steve Cohen. Yes. And maybe that's a good thing well, because he's not going to make these decisions based on emotion. Right. But I think decisions based on emotion are important sometimes. Yeah. Like it means a lot to Met fans to have the greatest slugger you've ever developed finish his career with your team. And there's a premium on that. Right. That matters. It doesn't mean they can't win if he's gone. No one's saying that. But what I am saying is that it's important he's around. It's important again, that he's am, a Met for the rest of I his career. I'm not saying that he's not. What I'm saying is that David Stearns has to evaluate this the way that he wants to. That's what he was hired to do, and he's protecting Steve Cohen, let's be honest, from himself. I'm not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do, Tiki. Please. But I made a declaration earlier in the show that until Pete Alonso signs this extension, not only will this beard continue to grow, but we don't refer to the team president by that name. You cannot. We refer have to a him special. By that name. The man from Milwaukee. I have not met David Stern. That's what we call him. Therefore, I will respect David Stearns until I meet him, and he says, "Teak, you can call me the man from Milwaukee." The man from Milwaukee. You need permission to yes. call him the man from Milwaukee. Yes, I have. He's not going to want. He's not going to give that. I have respect for the vice president, general manager of the New York Mets. The man Unlike from the Milwaukee. Met fan in this room, I have respect for him. Okay, that's why you're calling him the man from Milwaukee. Well, a Rod inspired the man from Milwaukee. A Rod, the guy who you're trying to anti today, <laughs> the guy you're trying to hate. Get him. So you're mocking him right now. You're <laughs> mocking your general manager and vice president, a you guy know, who's had such great success in Milwaukee. Took him two years to get him postseason eligible. Yeah. And here we are having him in New York, and you're going to disrespect I'm him not. The man within from two Milwaukee. months of him being here? I am What's not. What's wrong with you? I, I refuse to partake in your disrespect of such a great man and baseball executive. I like David Stern, uh, the man from, the Milwaukee. Man from Milwaukee. You can't even help yourself. I just you think, know you're wrong. I just <laughs> think that Alex Rodriguez, this is when I knew anti-A-Rod Day was not going to go the way I planned. When initially something Alex said inspired me to say, I'm going to steal that from you, Alex. The man from Milwaukee. And that is calling David Stearns the man from Milwaukee until Pete Alonso is extended with a mega contract. Or, I give him a caveat, either he extends Pete Alonso or he signs J.D. Martinez to a one-year deal, and I will call him David Stearns. He's still out there as well. Exactly. Let's go to Mike and Darian, Connecticut. You're on the fan, Mike. Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call. Shout-out to... Uh, Tiki, I'm a neighbor over in uh, Blue Wave land. Oh, I love it. Uh, so, uh, just quickly, for radio, coming out of bad Tiki and <laughs> arguing about a spring training quote from Stroman is about the worst block of radio I've ever heard on the station. And I've listened. I'm 62 years old, so oh, I've spent a lot of time listening to the fans. I apologize. So, we offended you with that? I mean, <laughs> now, you know what? Bad Tiki is just unfunny. Oh, I watch that's Modern not Saturday nice. Hot, so that's it's, not nice. I, you know, but anyway, he's an uh, AI that so works look, his ass off, and now you're saying he's unfunny. Yeah. Kiss my fat ass. <laughs> Very mean, but we but we respect your how opinion. About, how about this? How about how someone picking up the phone and trying to find out how Randall's doing, 
and when he's coming back as opposed to more bad tiki. Let's find out about wow. mm. you're a that. real You're a real Grinch today, Mike. Right. Yeah. That, that'll be a good spot, by the way. Two minutes of finding out there's no update on Randall. Then yes. what? Yeah, I got news for you. There's no update on Julius. We all have to wait and see. Yes. We all have to wait and pray. But I, I, it's unfortunate that you don't like bad tiki. We'll hear about this in eight days. That's the biggest compliment tiki gets every time he goes out. <laughs> we love bad tiki. Almost as if he has anything to do yeah, with it. Yeah, like I'm bad tiki. I'm not. <laughs> He's got nothing to do with it. It is not Tiki Barber has no involvement in Bad Tiki. So whether you're like Mike who hates Bad Tiki and thinks it's the worst piece of radio he has ever heard, Mm -hmm. or you think it's the most brilliant thing you've ever heard, I can promise you this. That man has nothing to do with it. He developed AI Rod. That's right. I mean, give him credit for that. (laughs) Let's go to Tom in Bergen County. What's up, Tom? Yo, what's up, fellas? What's up, dude? So, um, I do an A-Rod impression. Really? Are you a comedian? Huh. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm primarily a camera guy. <laughs> okay. And so I worked in the business, yeah, and I've been around the ballpark a bunch. Nice. Do you want you know, to do I... the A-Rod imitation for us? Because we'd all love to hear it, I'm sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. All right. So, Maybe uh... it'll be funnier than Bad Tiki, and uh-huh. Mike and Darian will be happy. We have no idea. Go ahead. Well, it's very special to be on with you guys. Uh, truly, in the world of radio, you guys are like champions. Uh, when you talk about sliders and fastballs, you, you want to lay off the slider on the outside and really zero in on the fastballs. <laughs> no, I got to give evals, I, evals. Can we get some evals? I, I think he does a great Pesci. <laughs> it sounds like a combination of Trump and Pesci. Was what right, I yeah. was going to say. Well, I give him credit for going for it. Yeah, I give him credit for the effort. I also give him credit for. I can see something in his imitation that's pretty accurate. The way Alex enunciates words, mm. like certain words, like slider. The way he yes. says sliders. Yes, Alex does do that. So I think the imitation had. You know, it's terrible, but yeah. I think that there's a little part of it where you could say, okay, I can see that part. He just needs to change a little wording. He needs to tell people, I do an imitation of A-Rod, not I do a pretty good imitation of A-Rod. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tom's in the Bronx. How are you, Tom? Yeah, Evan. 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 You yeah. and Tom, you got to step it up with your defense of Pete. You're allowing these Yankee fans, BT, Sean, Tiki, to create this false narrative that Pete is some ham bone. All he can do is hit the ball over the fence. Listen to this. 162-game average, mm-hmm. Pete Alonso, 45 home runs, 118 RBIs, yeah. over 162. Yeah. Juan Soto, 33 homers and 100 RBIs, over 162. Aaron Judge, and I am not saying he is Aaron Judge or Juan Soto, 50 home runs, 111 RBIs. Baseball is about production. Yeah. This guy is a monster. He's I, Tom, a monster. Tom. And he stays healthy. Let's not get into... I, no, no, no. Oh, he's going to break down. No, the no. He's going to break down are G. Carlos Stanton with all the muscle on top of Tom, muscle. Tom, Tom, he's Tom, a naturally Tom. big, huge slugger. I agree with some of the things you said, but you lose an argument. I'm telling you right now. You lose an argument when you try to fight Pete Alonso versus Juan Soto. So don't do it. Mm. Don't do it because you don't have to. You don't have to make that fight. You don't have to try to say Pete Alonso's better than a player he's not because it doesn't do any good. So I don't think you need to start that fight because you think Yankee fans are attacking Pete. What you have to simply say, and I think it's very, very easy, is that Pete Alonso is one of the most reliable baseball players in the sport today. 
maybe the most reliable slugger in the sport. Well, he is the most reliable slugger in the game, no doubt. He's one of the most reliable players in baseball. And that doesn't mean he's the best because he's not. I'm not going to sit here and argue something that's not true. But I'm going to tell you that his track record since he was called up in 2019, he plays all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. And while he has his deficiencies, he's a rock-solid slugger. And those are tough to replace. So I don't need to fight stuff that's not true. I just need to give out the facts, and then you realize it. What's the breaking news? Rob Manfred has declared that this tenure as his Major League Baseball commissioner will end in early 2029. This will be the last contract he has a commissioner. What a tease! What a tease! You tell me Rob Manfred's leaving, and I'm like, my heart is exploding, and then you answer with 2029? He's doing five more seasons, and he's out. This is the break. Pass in, everybody. This is it. But it's 2024. I know. That means I got got another term of Okay. Is that just when his contract ends? Yes. So he said this is going to be his last contract with Major League Baseball's commissioner. So I'm just going to tell you. So he didn't say he's resigning. He just said this is my last contract. This is going to be my last contract. I'm out. Now, I'm just going to remind you how the breaking news thing works. I can't break this news five years from now because everybody will have known about it because it just broke. Might be old by then. Yeah. I get that, but understand... I'm not blaming you. Like I wasn't attacking you. I'm a. I'm a being like a, you were attacking. Felt like you were attacking. Right he's well, on. He's on edge because he knows anti Arod day backfired. No, no, no. You told us something. You told By the way, me some anti Arod. Yeah, I got like six more things. Okay, just making sure. We'll get back to it in a second. <laughs> I'm working Lugie to a bone today. You kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> and I've heard him. all about it. All yeah. I get is a stupid T-shirt tomorrow to wear about Arod. Hey, well, listen, you're doing your job very well today, and I appreciate okay. that. Thank you, Lugie. You said Rob Manfred is leaving. Dot dot dot. In five years. <laughs> Do I need to teach you about radio? No, no. I this longer than me. I know, but like, I, I had this moment of ding dong. Okay, but what would it have done? Like, if he was leaving after this year, what would what would you have what would you have been excited? First about? of all, Sean would be excited because he'd have a chance to take my seat. I'd be applying for the freaking job. <laughs> I'd be Excuse campaigning. Me? Yeah, I'd be campaigning. That's the all one right. job I would take that would get me to leave radio until I'm fired, of course, because then I have no choice. It would be to leave and become the commissioner of baseball and save my favorite sport. That's what I would have done. You but I got to wait till 2029. I thought you'd be so excited. I couldn't wait to hit the breaking glass there. Because it's, it's five Because it's five years from now. It's not, not fast enough. enough. So what? He's out. Yeah, That's it. Five years from okay, now. Okay, so five years, he's gone. That's a good positive right. day for baseball. Can we get political for a second? Everybody's going to be offended. Everyone's can gonna... we wait till the fall? Yeah. No, I'm going to do it right now. Everybody's going to get so offended. I want, I want to make this very simple to you. So everybody out there. Oh, no, what happens if Trump wins? Oh, no, what happens if Biden wins? Well, guess what? They're gone after January of 2029, right? Who in their right mind after Election Day is going to say, I got great news. (laughs) I got great news. The guy I didn't want to have elected is gone in four years. That's apples and oranges. No, no one's going to say that. So that's my comparison. No. So for everyone out there who's got your little political opinions, think of the person. Most people don't want any of them to win. Mm-hmm. But I don't want this person <laughs> to win. I don't want that person to win. Right after they win, just tell yourself, hey, they're gone in 2029, no. No. which is exactly no. when Rob Manfred is leaving. No, no, no. I think you're missing what Sean is saying. Yeah. What Sean is saying is that this is news now. Right. In five years, it will not be news. Right. It'll because just be- everyone will have already known. And we'll probably have the guy lined up by then. Yes. This is news, and I also delayed it a little bit for you. And also why it's apples and oranges is we will be also frustrated at the recent 
you know, elected person. Manfred's been the commissioner forever. This is a news today where we could go, oh, I see the finish line now for him, the guy who called the trophy a piece of metal. All right, so the finish line for that commissioner is when the results of this upcoming elections guy's term runs out. Yeah, but you know what? Alonzo will still be a Met based on your extension. We'll see. Let's get to another controversial A-Rod moment. We take you back to October 7th, 2006. We all got the shocking news right before game four of the American League Divisional Series that Alex Rodriguez was no longer hitting cleanup. Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, becomes 8-Rod in this game. Joe Torre dropping him down to the 8th spot in the batting order. A-Rod hasn't hit in that spot since he was 20 years old. What'd you think of that as a Yankee fan, Sean? Mm. Two, there were two things that struck me with that. Number one, I gave Torre credit. Because, hey, that that stones. You're not just, you know, having it. It's what we want to happen with Stanton now, right? Don't just give him that. Here's the other thing. A-Rod really did take that like a champ. He really did. He didn't. He couldn't weigh more publicly. He went over for three mm. in that game. I'm talking about commenting-wise. Yeah. He didn't tear the team down and go, this is ridiculous. That is a big ego hit, and he stepped up like a true leader and took it like a man. <laughs> a hero. You co-signing that one, Diggy? I mean... <laughs> I really don't have an opinion on that one. All right. That's not an anti-A-Rod thing. No. He, just, he, was, right, he was struggling. He got moved down yeah. to eighth, and he didn't complain about By it. Way, the, that's what should happen. The other moment, which was very similar, occurred six years later, almost to the day, October 10th, 2012. Alec, and I was in the building for this. And I'll let you know how I, I felt too. on this one. Alex Rodriguez was due up, down a run in the ninth inning with one out and nobody on. And instead, Joe Girardi said, hey, Alex, get over here. You're not hitting. Instead, we got Raul Abanez. Alex Rodriguez is due. He will not back. Raul Abanez will pinch hit for Rodriguez here in the ninth. Now, what's incredible is that two pitches later, Raul Abanez hit a game-tying home run. <laughs> and then a few innings so, later, hit the game-winning home run. All right, run. so it's a great call. Again, he didn't bitch about it. No. No. That right? What's wrong with this? That was. Why are these anti Arod moments? I'm con- not understanding. He's controversy. A good, he's con- a good teammate. Controversy. It's not a controversy. Him getting sat down for did it pinch hit for? Nah, him? pinch hitting was a big controversy to the point where when I was in the building that did night, he comment on it. He said all the right things. That's exactly why it's a positive Arod right. moment. But to Evan's point, he's going to say it. I was in a stance too. That was the most stunned I've ever been as a sports fan. I have never heard in my life, and, and I'll tell you the reason I went to that game was because I was living in Long Island City at the time. And I was my dad was hanging out with me. He lived in the same building, you know, for part of the year, tax purposes. Well, not mm-hmm. tax purposes. He's an accountant, right? <laughs> so he needed to be close to his clients, not tax right. purposes, yeah. like he's doing tax something. Working, tax Te- working. Technically, right. they were tax purposes. Yeah, yeah they were tax right. purposes. And I looked at him. I said about an hour before the game, "Do you want to go to Game Three of the ALDS?" And he said, "Sure, but why?" I said, "Because right now we could sit upper deck, first row for twenty five dollars." Wow. The tickets were dirt cheap. I'm not sure why. Maybe that 2012 team just wasn't loved or believed in or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And so I went, and the buzz in that ballpark when they sent Ralabanez up was some of the greatest pinch hit buzz I've ever seen in my life. You felt the same thing, right, Sean? In a I, good way or, yeah, or a shocked way. I, shocked way. Shocked I, way. As soon as you saw Banyas poke his head out of the dugout, I stood up and literally yelled, holy bleep, yeah. at the top of my lungs. And everybody was just this supercharged. It was almost like the season was reborn in one split second. Yeah. And the payoff is not only does he tie the game, but Banyas wins the game with another homer. Stunning. It was two pitches later. Like, first pitch was like a ball. And the second pitch, he smoked that you knew right off the bat was getting out. And I remember just being like, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. 
Because that building was dead all night long. Until yeah. Raul Labanez came up to pinch it for Alex Rodriguez. But people forget it was two home runs, not just one. Right. The game-tying home run, and then the game-winning home run. Incredible. We are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. We promise we'll get back to your calls. Plus, Garrett Cole showed he's the leader of the Yankees. He was calling out some of his teammates earlier today. We'll let you hear what he said. Evan and Tiki here on the fan. Garrett Cole is at spring training, obviously. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. And he gave, I thought, a really direct answer on some of the issues that the Yankees had last year. Like, there's two parts to this. Number one, he's asked, hey, you guys went 82-80. and Like, what do you blame most for why that happened? And here's Garrett's answer to that. Yeah, certainly, there was, certainly there was injuries that are, that are outside of the normal realm of injuries that, that, that impacted us. You know, with that said, we get injured too much as a group. Like, we need to improve. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So basically, I mean, we're not healthy enough, and we got to get better. At right. It. Outside the realm of how injuries normally occur, he's obviously talking about Aaron Judge running into the wall, at least the base of the wall out in San Francisco, and missing some extended amount of time. But then he quickly reverts to all the soft tissue stuff that we were talking about earlier. I think it's interesting when you think about how athletes prepare in off seasons because I don't know what baseball players do. It's a, it's a different kind of grind than what football requires. Like in football, if you don't spend your off season getting like bulking up and building like layers and and strengthening all your joints and muscles and etc you're not going to make it through a season you, you just can't it's too much there's too much wear and tear and beating on your body but i've always thought that like the best athletes are the ones that are the vainest you know what i mean vainest vainest like they want to look great mm. like they're obsessed with how their body functions they're obsessed with like for instance, hamstring and quadricep balance, and and you can tell when someone is that way because they look it right. You see these like bulging hamstrings, and their quads are thick. Their asses, you know, it's lifted, it's strong. Like you, you feel like you can see it. You're and obsessed I, with asses, aren't of you? course I am. Build that that's ass where all first. Your power comes from. Like if you don't have a big, like it, that's where football is is and baseball really. Golf, everything. Yeah. It's all around your core. That's why I was a miserable uh, athlete. You can't no generate ass. power unless you do that. I was talking push. to my brother the other day because the, uh, the combine's coming up. We were talking about it the other day. I was like, you know what I would change about the combine? Forget like the 225 bench press. Who cares how much you can, how many times you can bench press 225? I want to see you power clean. I want to see how much weight you can put on a bar from the ground and jerk it to your chest. That That's power because it mm. requires every bit of your body right. to do it. Right, some upper body strong guys, yeah, it, maybe they could like muscle it a little bit, but they're not going to really get power. Like one of the things that I saw Saquon when he when he hand clinged or or he power cleaned like three twenty or something, I was like, dude, this kid is special. Like he just has power. So, like you have to be vain to be that way. Right, you can't just be like, eh, my body, I'll be fine. Yeah, I don't care what I, I look like. Ah, I got a dad bod. Okay, like. You gotta work it. Well, I've always assumed. And I think that's what he's getting at. Well, I've always assumed like the Yankees had a lot of injuries last year, and there are just certain years where teams get bad luck. They just have a lot of injuries. And it the felt Knicks like it. have had a lot of injuries over right. the last couple of weeks. Um, the Yankees lo- had a lot of bad luck. Like the, the right, you know, forget Aaron uh, Aaron um, Judge. Judge, but Rizzo. Like that's just dumb luck. That is horrible luck. Like that's one of those injuries because we saw it with Tatis Jr. Where yeah. it's like there's nothing you could do about it. Now Cole had a follow up question to well explain more about we got to be better at it in these injuries, and this is where I thought he was very pointed about some mm-hmm. of his teammates. Well, I mean, I think that I think that by and large, like 
you need to prepare in the off season well. I mean, this isn't this isn't how it used to be. You know, even even ten ten years ago or so when I started, where you know guys kind of would come into spring training and use spring training as a as a ramp up, and there's just a higher level of intensity much sooner, and so that forces the demand on the player to be to build the tank up, to build the capacity and the tolerance up in the off season. I mean, that's going to be your number one. That's going to be your number one goal. So he's basically saying we got guys that haven't worked hard enough during the yeah. offseason. That's, that's how I take it. That's what it sounded like. Which is, to your point, guys need to be more vain. Now, I also then jump to, well, who is he talking about? Because Aaron Judge didn't get hurt because he doesn't work in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Anthony Rizzo didn't get hurt because he doesn't work in the offseason. No. But maybe Carlos Radon did. Right. And maybe Nestor Cortez did. And I lean towards those two guys, not because I want to pick on them. I lean on them because... A, they're starting pitchers, so Garrett Cole mm-hmm. is you know around them. Yeah, that's, he, his, that's his world. That's his world. He also knows what it takes. And also, like one of the big critiques of Radon, fair or not, and most of the time it's unfair, but then when a guy can't stay healthy, you say, well, maybe it's fair, is that you looked at him and said, is he in the greatest shape in the world? Mm-hmm. And guys like me, I admit, I would defend him by saying, well, look at David Wells. Yeah. Because that's what I would always but do. That I'd was say a, That was a different era of baseball, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess you're right. And I guess Garrett Cole's right. So... That was a very critical look at his teammates yeah, in saying they got to do a better job. And with Radon, he looks a lot better coming say, into camp. He looks fantastic. So right it now. looks like he may have heard that advice from Garrett a while ago. Or this could be Garrett kind of explaining what he told his peers. Yes. His team. Right? He can say it publicly, and some people will look at it and say, oh, he's calling guys out. But he's only calling guys out if he didn't have this exact conversation with them. Right. So it sounds like maybe he did. And it's been a theme if you followed the offseason, right? Cortez looks in better shape. Nestor Cortez. He right. looked the thinnest at the beginning. He ended up getting hurt throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And we've seen the Giancarlo body transformation right. here where he was almost too in shape as to why he was getting hurt. Now he looks like he was more cardio-based this offseason. So this is one big best shape of our life promo for yeah. the New York Yankees. By the way, I just need a couple of you to stay in shape, all right? Let's nah, go. Right, listen, man. I, <laughs> injuries are so frustrating as fans. Obviously, they're frustrating for the players, too, because I think, and I've said this before, you want to get mad. You want to blame somebody. We talked about mm-hmm. this with Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks, and sometimes there's no one you can get mad at. Like, injuries just happen. And I think in the Knicks case, we've been very specific about which injuries are just bad luck and it just happens, and which injuries you look at and say, wait a second, I think there's a cause for that. You know, we certainly made a big deal about Dante DiVincenzo Mm -hmm. and his allotment of minutes and how it's exploded over the last few weeks. Now, maybe that led to a soft tissue injury like a hamstring issue. OG Ananobi didn't get hurt because of that. No, he was already hurt. Just because, like, Aaron Aaron Judge, same thing. Like, he didn't get hurt because he didn't put the work in. He got hurt because Dodger Stadium is from the Stone Age. (laughs) And he ran into a fence. So I think you Making a great play. Making an amazing play. Right, not like, oh, I just just missed it. No, he made the play. Right, which we forget. (laughs) So the Yankees need a little bit of luck, but maybe... Along with that luck, they come to camp a little bit more prepared. At least that's all you can hope for. But I give Garrett Cole a lot of credit because sometimes when he talks, he comes across very, very awkward. Mm-hmm. And as an awkward man myself, I know what that sounds like and I know what that feels like. And Garrett Cole has now been a New York Yankee, let's see, 20, 21, 22, 23. This is his fifth year here. It's just a long time. It is, it is. He now feels like a leader. Well, he, he feels like the man, or at least one of the man. I think the thing about Garrett Cole is it he feels incapable of lying. You know what I mean? Like it feels <laughs> like you think, think about like when you hear him talk. Right. He's thinking about what he's saying, but he's not trying to f with you. He's not trying to 
send you down a, a path that, like, he, if you ask him a question, he's going to answer that specific question. Because yeah. you know the, the rule in media is answer the question you want to answer, not the one that they ask you. It's He answers the question that he's asked. Yeah, the only question he had a very tough time answering is when he was asked about spider attack. That right, always tripped exactly. him up a little bit. Of course it did, because he knew he was cheating, just like everybody else was. I don't right? like the word cheating. It okay, cheating. whatever. You're trying to gain an advantage? There you go. Or whatever? Yeah. You're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. There's certain things that are cheating. There's certain things that are like, eh, is that really cheating? Yeah, well, I'm just trying to protect the batter from not getting hit in the head by a 99-mile-an-hour fastball that he loses control of because it's a little bit slick or a little bit cold outside and it doesn't have the, the texture that it's supposed to have. All right, I get it. But whatever it is, I, when I listen to Garrett Cole, I trust everything that comes out of his mouth. It's not like he's trying to talk around you. Not like he's trying to confuse you. Not trying to be too smart or too. He cute. is. He just says exactly what he thinks. He's the awkward, honest guy. Yes. He's just going to tell you what the hell's right. on his and mind. By the way, there's something to that. There's something like, like there's there's leadership in that, right? Because oh, that showed a lot of leadership. Yeah, if, I think you you can't BS people. No, because they'll see through it. He's telling it like it is right now. Keith is in Branchburg, New Jersey. Good afternoon, Keith. Hey, what's going on, boys? How we doing? What's up? Good. What's up? I got two things I want to bring up. Uh, one is nobody's talking about Evan's Super Bowl commercial. What was my what Super, was Bowl Super Bowl commercial? Did I miss it? Yeah, the Geico Caveman commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you like my acting? That I do. That's great. I thought you guys liked that. Oh, that was uh, no, second, um, the pitch clock. Do you guys think that that's messing with Nestor Cortez's delivery because uh, he's all quirky and whatnot. And last year was the first year and the ball's got to be pitched at a certain time. And you know, some of those times, like he'll lift his leg and sit there for five seconds. Well, I got good news. Here's the, the actual truth. I'll answer that two ways with what you're describing. No, because as soon as you go into your motion, the clock stops. Doesn't matter. So he can herky jerk yeah. it all around as much as he wants. Once he's in that motion, a pitch it doesn't matter. He can't get a violation for it. But you do ask a question, maybe not that way, that was possibly a factor for others, which is, did the pitch clock affect some pitchers? Like well, for some pitchers, especially the ones, and this is where it relates to Garrett Cole, who aren't in the best shape, yeah. who are not used to huffing and puffing it's and throwing a baseball every 15 seconds, yeah, as labor. opposed to waiting as much time as they could. I remember Carlos Carrasco almost admitted that as an older pitcher for the Mets, that it was getting him. He was not used yeah. to throwing the baseball as quickly as he was forced to under the clock. And rules. Scherzer tried to tried to manipulate it. Like, he tried to work it. I remember the spring training games that he would throw. Yeah. And he was, like, he was just standing there, just waiting. Like, yeah. he'd get the ball back and just stand and wait. And as soon as you stepped into the box, the ball was coming. Yeah, I think or that. Or sometimes he would do the other thing. He would stand there and wait. Right. When you get in the box, he would wait. He was trying to game the system a yes. little bit, which is fine. But now I think going into 2024, it's done. Like, yeah. we all have a pitch clock. We had it for an entire season. If it negatively affected a pitcher, you got to adjust. Figure it's it just out. the way the world is. Figure it out. You got to no, adjust. Nobody's going to take it as an take your excuse that the pitch clock is messing you up. Right. It's very similar to the spider tack thing. Like mm -hmm. Garrett Cole and every other pitcher had to realize, okay, they're enforcing this. I can't use the same sticky substance I used to use, and now I got to adjust. And was there a period of time where you struggled with it? Sure. But now it's been how many years? You just got to deal with it. And as we begin year two of this pitch clock era, get over it. I mean, it's just it is what it is. It's the new rules. I thought they were awesome last year. They moved the game along at a pace it should be at. But, no, I don't think it affected Nesta Cortez specifically because, luckily, once you get in that little herky-jerky motion, clock goes to zero and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 